It's a brand new day, and we're putting the AM in American politics. We've seen the darkness of division and despair and are now jumping into the light of a bright path forward. Progress is here, and we're sharing its story with you, for you, all with the help of Signal Boost. Now, here are your hosts, Zerlina Maxwell and Jess McIntosh. Welcome to Signal Boost. This is Jess McIntosh. I'm here, as always, with Zerlina Maxwell, but um, right now... We're joined by Kelly Rollins. Like, I don't even know how to introduce you. Everybody knows who you are. Singer, dancer, performer, actor, producer. Uh, she's here because Merry Little Christmas Baby is coming out on Lifetime. But we're so excited to talk to you for any number of reasons. Thank you so much for being with us this morning, Kelly. Thank you for having me. What an introduction. I appreciate that, Jess. Thank you. Good morning. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, but we need to do all the things because you aren't just one thing. And I think that that's, that's an important reminder for so many of our listeners who I think folks who listen to our morning show, we're a feminist morning show. We try to um, never limit <laughs> um, what you can actually aspire to do. Um, and this movie on Lifetime is actually, it's part of a trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> um, for and one. So, yeah, yeah. So for folks who, um, you know, want to understand the story, um, as we have Merry Little Christmas, Baby, tell us about your character and and the story and the family that everyone will get to meet. Absolutely. Well, one, this story came about um, with a real life Christmas situation. It happened to me when I invited my family to come and spend Christmas, and you know, all the Christmas movies just. They don't, they show the love and making this and baking that and going out for the, you know, coffee and this and that and cocoa. They don't show how the family come and tear up your house. You know what I mean? And that's basically what happened. But um, I told uh, someone at uh, Lifetime, Antonio Lopez, about the craziness that happened. And she was like, you're going to, um, executive produce and star in your first Christmas movie. You'll see if you like it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I like it. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. The executive producing part and just even creating the story, of course, so it can stand on its um, stand on its own. Um, and the character Jackie. Jackie is a tech entrepreneur mm-hmm. who is very um, focused, very driven by her work and loves her work, but hasn't had any time to put her personal life, you know, as a priority. And so her sisters come, her family comes, and they show her the delight and the joy and the love in Christmas and show her also like just having fun again because she's been so busy with work and she meets someone and she first comes love and in the second movie of course then comes marriage because they fall in love and this third one then comes <laughs> um it's so funny. My girlfriend of mine said yeah first comes love then comes marriage right yeah. right baby. I was like oh, okay. I did that <laughs> that's that's the trilogy right there no and, and obviously like people can't this is, this is the first I mean everybody knows lifetime Christmas movies like it's as much of a staple of the holiday as like the tree is at this point but this is the first one that's been made into a trilogy so clearly there's something about it that keeps people coming back for these characters specifically like do, do you think it's the realness like is it the is it the the 
the, is it the wrecked houseness of it all? Like what, what makes people want to follow this family? I think it's the realness. I think that it's people being able to see uh, a piece of themselves in each character, whether it's the parents or the kids, because the generation, um, the generations that we show are from the parents to the kids, you know what I mean? And the dynamics too of families, in, um, uh, what do you call it? Co -co not mingling, but just cohabitating, like no. Yeah. But just families blending. Thank you. Thank you. Gosh, Kel. But families blending together and learning what that is and just the love that this family shares. You know what I mean? I think that they're all very like when we're writing it with Andrea, the writer of all three scripts, you know, it's like, I don't know if I will feel like this. You know what I mean? Let's try this. And you know what I mean? Like all of that is us um, collaborating. I think the collaboration between everyone from the writer to the producers and the director, like everyone plays a very important part in all of these characters' lives. And so when we're on set with the director and um, one of our actors might say, uh, I don't know if, if someone would say this, we listen, you know what I mean? We're very open space of, of listening and being creative and it just, the heart is there. I just, I love this family. I'm like, oh my God, this is, is this yeah. one? So, you know. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I mean, I think it, it could definitely keep going um, because I think that once you, once you meet characters that you can really relate to, I mean, I can relate to your character. The idea of being completely career driven. What's what's fun about your character is the authenticity of it. When you talk, no one knows what you're talking about, <laughs> um, which I which I found relatable. Um, and I, I feel like there's so many career women who need they need to see themselves being loved in stories that we're watching, because yeah. so often the career is like in conflict. Mm -hmm. with, or. with a woman yeah like you either have to pick career or you have to pick the marriage and the husband and the baby and I think that what what's great about this is you don't have to do that your character doesn't doesn't do that no no she doesn't and she honestly I think that it's very human of her to also search and to kind of like navigate her way through while everyone's watching <laughs> you know what I mean it's like well I don't know how to do that then her sister's giving a little bit of their opinion and the mother's giving a little bit of their opinion which is actually what happens in real life and now you got opinions of social you know from social media that you know sometimes count most of the time they don't but I think it's important that people see her being human and trying to think this thing through and getting the support of course and love from her family and what did it mean to executive produce this? Like we, we talked about being multi-hyphenate at the very start of this. That is really important. You have a measure of control over these that most people who star in a movie don't. So what what was it about getting that producing credit? What does that mean? What kind of power have you had over, over the fate of your character? You know what, for me, it was being able to, to tell the story of this black family. And, and showcasing this black joy and love and camaraderie and su supportiveness in, in this family. And that comes across. It was the fact that they are, you know, agreeing to disagree and um, having conflict, but figuring it out amongst each other. I think that it's the, the gelling process that really meant a lot to me with this family. And it was also just the fact that it was fun. <laughs> like I felt like yeah. I 
and like, you know, trying something new. I was like, oh, and we get to figure this out. Like I was, I'm literally, look at me. I'm literally that person. Like I, I love that it's a puzzle and that it's a full team. Like everybody has their respective departments and everybody's figuring it out. And, and we're all telling this story together. And it's like I said, before we started, like, you know, we're only as strong as our weakest link. And of course, me and the ladies used to say that. So everybody has to step up and mm -hmm. everybody expected that. Everybody understood that. And I'm just, I'm grateful to have had also a really great executive producing partner this time around. Um, Loretha Jones was amazing, amazing. She's been in the business for, I don't know how many years, 30 plus years. And she was just a well of knowledge and was just so free flowing of all of her knowledge. And I just, I love her just period, but I really genuinely just love her for that. She was awesome. I love that you said that it's about a, a black family because I feel like we just need this right now. Um, it's really hard right now um, to be a black person um, for, for so many reasons, the pandemic, the news, all the things, all the reasons. And I think that we're all processing that as we we're living it, we're living yeah. it and we're trying to, trying to try, trying to process. Why is it so important to you to have a black family? Like show, show just a loving black family that has the same, dreams and hopes and wishes, but also the same issues, the same problem, the same drama that everyone else has. It's so relatable, but that's so important to see right now. It's incredibly important to see. I, I think that we are in charge of just making sure we bring light and joy to each other. You know what I mean? Um, despite what uh, media or social media might tell us, I think that it is our job to make sure that we are constantly sprinkling bits of joy or pouring into each other in some sort of way, whether that be movie, whether that be music, um, in entertainment period. And um, that's that's one of the many things I love about a uh, Mar Braca Kill or a Issa Rae, you know, or even Carrie Washington, the way she's directing and telling stories now, it's all these incredible women I'm, I'm watching and I'm taking notes and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? They show me that I can do it. And I think that that's why it's it's so important for us to talk about these incredible opportunities that we get a chance to get, because we'll never know who we're inspiring, who feels like they need to tell their story, because all of our stories are rich. They're so rich. And we have to continue to put those forth and make them as human as possible. You must be thinking uh, even more in terms of of legacy and what you're putting out into the world, since you you had you had a newborn this year, you had you you gave birth in, in Jade. Congratulations, <laughs> your Congratulations. second son. What is what is it like to be, or to think about being a, a mom to boys? Like what what do you do you do you love it? Do you what what goes <laughs> into that? <laughs> Are you scared? No, no, it's, it's a blessing above anything because I feel so um, grateful to have been trusted with the responsibility of raising a king because I, I think that, you know, what I want my boys to understand is that the world, I don't want the world to raise them. I want them to get everything they need from home, their love, their sense of self, um, uh, integrity, um, uh, loyalty, um, honesty, like all of those things are from home first. And then you'll go out to this world. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like you'll have a sense of um, steadiness and readiness 
uh, when it comes to uh, so many different things being thrown at you, you know, um, but it is quite daunting at times. It is scary at times. Um, and then I have to realize to, I mean, even with raising kids to whom much is given, much is required. So I'm being trusted with this opportunity and this responsibility of raising this incredible new human who has to figure everything out. I'm just here to assist them along the way while they figure out their own footing. It's so beautiful to, to hear you say that you're raising kings because I think, and, and also that it starts at the home because that's actually something we talk about on the show all the time. Um, just the things that we learned from both of our parents um, and both of our families about how to treat other people yes. and how that as, you know, as 40 year olds, we come back to that so often and we're like, wait, oh, your parents maybe didn't teach you this. So then, you know, you're, this is why this is happening. And just like realizing that not everybody has that grounding and that centering from their, from their parents. I mean, how, how, do you, how do you navigate trying to keep your children grounded in this crazy world? I mean, and when you mentioned social media and opinions on social media, it's like people might tweet mean stuff to me or Jess on social media, but like it's a whole different situation when, when you're you. Right, you know, like it, when every, there's so many opinions when, when you're you. So how do you just navigate it and stay grounded so that you can keep your kids grounded and keep them centered in those lessons? You know what, I will definitely say it's, it's not just, of course, myself, my husband is an incredible father. Um, and our family, our support system, it's not just us. You know what I mean? We are all thinking the same, um, wanting to pour into them the same. Um, he's not, re uh, thank God, uh, I think the day that he comes and he's like, I'd like an Instagram account. I'm gonna be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's gonna be a, a thing for me. I, I, I don't know how I feel about social media now, especially because kids are figuring out new ways mm -hmm. on social media and figure out new places and spaces to be. So I just want to make sure I keep our line of communication open. Like I, I it's, it's so funny. I posted something, I think last week where um, this guy says, um, you know, when moms always ask you, why don't you ever come hang out? And then they're like, we're not friends. Remember, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> when, you don't want to, you don't want to be my friend, but I, I do think that there is a fine line at friendship and respect and motherhood, sonhood, like learning each other. I just think that there's a, it's an us, you know what I mean? It's an us when it comes to like myself and Titan or myself and Noah, like this is us figuring it all out together. Mm -hmm. That way we can be friends, we can have respect for each other, love for each other. It's just, it's, it's an us, it's an us-hood. <laughs> I like and that. Every us is different. Like I, the the, yeah. the individuals are different, and the, I'm sure you're gonna have a different us with your older son than you do with your younger son, even. Yeah. But you posted a really adorable uh, Instagram video of you just sort of <laughs> singing a little lullaby to him, and it is impossible not to watch that and think that baby does not know that he is being sung to by Kelly Rowland right now. <laughs> he just thinks he's being sung to by his mama, and that's lovely. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> that baby's being sung to by Kelly Rowland. So, 
how 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 have you navigated it with your older son? How do you intend to do it? Like, when do they find out that you are who they who you are, and and do they care? Um, they find out when they find out. Um, that was really weird to me, as you can hear my deep sighs. I talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> Titan um, has no. I he he knows, but he doesn't. He doesn't know, and I don't care that he knows or doesn't know. You know what I mean? If he asks me a question, it's just like, well, why do they want your picture? Why do they want to take a picture with you? Well, you're going to get on that stage by yourself? Are you, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's those questions, which is really cute. Like before I did Coachella with, with of course, being Michelle, it was like, um, you're getting on the stage, mommy? What, Auntie Bibi and Auntie Mimi? <laughs> I was like, and we're just going to sing together. It's going to be so much fun. And we went to the audience to watch. He didn't know what was happening. He was just like, there's mommy. It was also very late and him and his cousin are waving like, God, can y'all get off stage? So it's like, you know what I mean? They, they, they know, but they're just, it's, it's their, it's their normal. It's their normal. Um, and um, it, we don't make a big deal of it. I don't think that you should. That's probably smart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. And you had the whole, uh, you had the whole pandemic birth experience, and I read that you had Beyonce and Michelle zooming in. You had the moms zooming it. in, like I, like, because it feels so isolating. I mean, I'm glad that you were late enough that you got to have your husband in the delivery room at least. But like, yeah. talk about that community. Like, I, you don't really, given the way the media covers pop stars, you sort of expect everybody to be sniping at each other all of the time. And instead, you guys built an absolute foundation of a family that has never wavered, that like adorable moment of you running into Jay-Z on the red carpet, like y'all love each other. And like, we can tell, like talk a little bit about that and, and are, are people surprised by it? I, you know, what's funny is even that, that, that happened at the, the Heart of They Fall, which if you haven't seen the Heart of They Fall, shame so good. number, look, it's been top 10 for at least two weeks. So good. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, Big Bro. Um, and Jay Samuels, amazing movie. Um, but they don't get a chance to see that. You know what I mean? I, I, I think that it's surprising just because, you know, no, I don't know. But I will say it's, it's just, uh, it's family. You know, that's it, it's, it's family. We love each other, we support each other. That's all that matters, that's all that counts. And um, whether it's in front of a mic or behind the mic or whatever, like we just love each other. That's just it and what we built as a family is is fortified and solidified. It's not going anywhere. So, yeah. I love that. One of the um, great lines of in the movie is um, finding the, the little moments in front, inside of the big moments. And I feel like that, that really resonated with me because the pandemic is all about that. Like I, you know, playing with the dog for five minutes or, you know, sitting on the porch and watching the sunset um, and just like being in that particular moment, I think is something that I cherish in the pandemic. What what have you been doing to find the little moments <laughs> during during this pandemic? Because you're so obviously busy um, still, even though we're in a, in a full global pandemic, you know, people have still been trying to do all the things and, and you're doing that. How have you been finding those smaller, smaller moments? Um, for me, it's been, being present like I, I didn't realize what a um a task that is for me because I'm always thinking 
my brain is always going. And like, I remember there was this moment where it was nothing for me to do. Like I, I taken care of everything. I was like, okay, Titan is eating, Tim is happy, he's in his office, blah, blah, blah. pregnant. What am I gonna do right now? So I'm sitting up there and I'm twiddling my thumbs and I'm like, okay, I, I'll just play with Titan for the fifth time today. It's fine. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, but all of that time with my son and his amazing imagination and just really having this dynamic with him, you know, because I am so busy, um, but just discovering, not discovering, but just like really taking the time to just witness his brilliance. I think he's so smart and he has the coolest imagination. And I learned so much just by watching him. And people are like, oh, it's, it's a kid. We learn so much from watching kids. You know what I mean? Um, but I just, he's just so dope. <laughs> I just love my kid. I just, I'm sitting up there watching. I'm like, how did you find a, a fire truck in great? You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I think he's so dope. So yeah, I just, yeah. We, we all need that energy right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, love the things around us. All right, Merry Little Christmas Baby is on Lifetime. You know you're going to watch it. Kelly Rowland, thank you so much for being here today. This has been so much fun. Thank you. For thank you so much. really enjoyed this interview. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. We'll be back tomorrow with another Signal Boost podcast. Thanks for listening.